Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's me. Sandro, it's me. <laughs> oh, hi there. Robozak. <laughs> Uh, you don't understand. Here, let me take off my helmet. Bzzz. Oh. oh, why are you just drilling out holes in your head? What are you doing? Well, uh, they were in my ears, really. Oh, I couldn't yeah. hear anything you were saying. Oh, that's why you're taking them off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I know. I am hideous. You're bald. Yeah, I'm bald. But at least I still have my beard. <laughs> Otherwise, I would look very weird. I was kind of expecting you to look like Darth Vader, but it's not that bad. Actually, the resemblance between me and Darth Vader is pretty close, except he's full of, like, scars and he's really pale and weird. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, sorry, I think I had something in my throat. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know what was happening with your voice there. That was very strange. It was a weird one. Anyway, <laughs> I need you to tell me about my past. Uh, well, uh, I've only really known you for, like, a week? Three months ago, and yeah. then you were turned into a robot, and I don't really know who you are, but I, sure, I can help. I, you, you're a person. Well, what are you saying? You haven't built up any attachment to me whatsoever because you knew me for, like, five minutes before I died? Not really, I'm just kind of here because, um, they needed a female lead, and I was like, alright. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You know what? That, I'd buy that for a dollar. What an intro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Aldi But A Goodie, the only show that I'd buy for a dollar. I would buy this show for a dollar, and you can. On Patreon. <laughs> We're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. It's Aldi But A Goodie. I'm Zach. This is my co-host, Sandro. Yes. How you doing? I am awake. Which is a positive note on the podcast. How are you doing? I am conscious. Mm. Um, fully aware. Well, mostly aware. Still sipping on a coffee. It's a good time. A slight step below mm, yes. being awake, but I gotcha. Correct. We're talking about Robocop. Yeah. Good movie. Great movie. Love this movie. Heck yeah. This movie was awesome. And also... Way smarter than I thought it would be. Like, it, it, it thought about things instead of going, dumbass, giant robot man, shoot some boys. Ha ha. No, no, no. This movie movie went in depth. It is good. Um, yeah. It's a satire, but it's also a dumb action movie. But it also has a point. The characters probably aren't as fleshed out as they could be, but who cares? Yeah, the the only the <laughs> only problem I had would have been the female cop how attached she is to Murphy for only knowing him for like a day, maybe. Yeah. I know it's pretty traumatic have someone else die on the force, that sort of thing, but like they knew them for less than twenty four hours. Yes. Maybe have them work with her for like a week or I don't know. 
not be just transferred? I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen this in probably five plus years. And for some reason, I thought that they had more of a connection before he dies. And that's not the case. It's not as violent as I remember it being. I mean, it's pretty violent. I was about to say, did we watch the same movie? A rapist got shot in the balls. Well, yeah, there's that. I think I was expecting, like, Toxic Avenger level. Yeah, there's less human violence. There's a lot of uh, more robot violence. Yeah. Uh, Which is good. I liked it. I was a big fan of robot violence. There was quite a few gruesome things, and there was a bit of Toxic Avenger. There was. In that's there. probably the best death scene we're ever going to see this this year. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that was great. Thing. I was like, "Whoa, that came out of left field." <laughs> was not expecting that. A little bit of trauma action in this film. That's it. This film, it feels like trauma, but it's one, tasteful, not tasteless like most trauma films, mm, and two, mm. has a point as well. It's got something to say. Yeah, yeah except that, that toxic scene. I feel like that was the point where it lost its taste was, for a second yeah. and went full trauma. But that's good. It had it for the rest of it. I can forgive it for a little bit of shenanigans with some toxic waste, you know? We'll go through the plot in a second. A uh, couple things to mention up top. Number one thing is our Patreon plug. Waha! Because you're paying us, if you want to, on our Patreon. Yeah, for bonus episodes. Yeah. Space Jam might be up. I thought it was meant to be coming out uh, last week. It hasn't yet, but it might by the mm. time this is out. Who knows? Did it come out in cinemas? Yeah, it's like coming out on cinemas and also some streaming services. We'll see it when we can, and then we'll talk about it when we want to. I'm excited to talk about that. Apparently it's fine, so we'll we'll see. It's probably awful. <laughs> hey, hey, fine is far better than I was expecting, to be honest. Uh, so we'll talk about that soon. But this week on Patreon, if you love cops in particular then you're going to love this week's Patreon episode because mm. we're doing Police Academy number five. Hey, hey, there was, there was some similarities between Robocop and Police Academy 1. 1? Because it, it, it's about crime. Oh. And a cop. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure one of the actors... No, that was for... Uh, oh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah, Beverly yeah. Hills Cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah. is a crossover. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little, there's a little few characters from there. I was like, oh, all of these movies are starting to blur together, which actors are a witch. I'm going to start mixing up the plots. I'm going to think Robocops in Beverly Hills. I'm going <laughs> to... I don't watch that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to think that um, Hightower's going to show up and, you know, wreck this robot. <laughs> Hightower, know? Eddie Murphy, and Robocop. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> what a movie. Now that's a movie. <laughs> and they've got to take down the brave little toaster who's a villain now. I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> yeah, think yeah. of a villain. The Predator. They want to take down the Predator. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the Predator's got control of one of those giant mechs and they hear it around the corner. <laughs> Ah, uh, but it's it's just the guy making the sounds. <laughs> it's Michael Winslow. Yeah, he's doing. He's making the sounds of the evil robots. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> what a trickster! What a prankster! I would buy that film for a dollar. I buy that for a dollar. Uh, so anyway, no. if you do want to pledge uh, upwards of five uh, US dollars on Patreon, you can get our episode on Police Academy. Because I'd buy that for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, well there is the dollar tier, but that's just for general support. Yeah. 
let's talk about Robocop. More specifically, the other movies that came out the same week Robocop came out. There were two of them. One of them was Jaws, The Revenge, the fourth Jaws film. It's about the return of the guy from the first one's wife, and she's like, my husband's dead. And the I think guy? It... You mean the shark? Or the the person? The cop from the first one. Okay. It's his wife, and she's yep. like, there's a great white shark killing people. I think it wants revenge on our family. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm so glad we're not watching that movie. <laughs> Your other option was nowhere to hide. A widowed Marine's wife uses her training to keep her child safe. Yeah, yeah, but we gotta do Robocop, obviously. Uh, it's released July 17th. It's directed by Paul Verhoeven. Now, it's very interesting that you said, I thought this would just be a dumb action movie, but it actually had a lot of plotting, a lot of things that felt thought out. Yeah, there's a lot of plot in my action movie. What's going on here? It is a good thing that you said that. Because he's done another movie that's very similar, that a lot of people are surprised Whoa. the first time they watch it that it's saying something, and that film is Starship Troopers. Ah. He did that as well. Ah, very interesting, yes. Because a lot of people, that there was that whole thing a year back where everybody was like, Star Tro- Troopers is misunderstood. All the critics are dumb. And it actually means war is bad, and it was satirical the whole time. And not a single person realised it up till now. That was very weird that people suddenly realised that when I was there being like, yeah, I knew that, like, ten years ago. Yeah, people knew that. It's interesting, though, that it was, like... Critics just hated it Mm. because they thought it was being real. It's so dumb to see some of the reviews that were like, wow, this movie's so stupid. Doesn't it know that war's bad? <laughs> well, they're like, wow, did you watch the same film that we did? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I, oh. like, people are putting on um, attire that's similar to something from a certain world war mm, and going yeah. out and killing bugs. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is a positive... <laughs> My favourite feature is that all the veterans are disabled because they've had their limbs blown off. That film is probably a little bit more tasteless than Robocop, to be fair. I do want to do it at some point, though. I think that's the 90s. Uh, so we'd have to go back to the 90s for Starship Troopers, but at some point... Back to the 90s? Hey. You're saying we'll have to go back to the future. To the future? <laughs> but to talk <laughs> about back to the future, we'd have to go back to the past because that's 83 or mm. something. So it makes it So we ha- say we have to go back to the future to get to the past. It sounds like a plot of some sort of movie. Mm, uh, wow. Mm. Well, we are halfway through the year. We do have to start thinking about what we're doing next year. It's the 2000s. Mm. We've already thought about it. We thought about it last year. Oh, yeah. the two- Oh, God. Why did we say that? It's going to be awful. <laughs> Other films the director's done is Total Recall, Good Film, and Basic Instinct. It's co-written by Edward Newmere, who also wrote Starship Troopers. So they collaborated a lot. Very nice. For the cast, Peter Weller is Alex Murphy, the Robocop. He was uh, Buckaroo Bunzai. <laughs> yep, I remembered. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, it's my favourite action hero. If you haven't seen it, Buckaroo Bonsai and the something across the 12th dimensions or whatever that film's yeah. called. Incredible and movie. across the 12th dimensions, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. What a great movie. That's fantastic. So good. He's probably a better actor in that film. Yeah, I cannot believe that that film was good. <laughs> like, of all the films we've watched... And the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the twelfth dimension was a good film. It was somehow a what? good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't unbelievable. Know. Yeah, I have no idea how that was good. 
I don't uh, know. Yeah, I think I, I think his acting in this one was good. Yeah, no, no, it's good. It's very uh, robotic, but perhaps that may in in fact be the point. Mm-hmm. Many say that Mark Wahlberg based his performance of the Transformers movies off of his performance in this oh. because he's robotic in those Transformers movies. Got him! Ha <laughs> ha! Take that, Wahlberg. Wow. Destroyed. <laughs> he's probably a nice guy. Yeah, I don't know why you said that. That was pretty rude. I don't want to get in trouble with Mark Wahlberg. Hey, Mark Wahlberg, I love your movies, man. You're great. He could beat us up. That is true. Mark Wahlberg could very easily beat both of us up. Look, we had we talked about you a lot on our Patreon. If, if you'd like to subscribe, Mr. Mark Wolfe. Did we? To our Patreon. We talked, no, we didn't, but he doesn't need to know that. Well, I guess we've got to now on the episode of Police Academy 5. Yeah, all right. We'll start We'll start Police Academy 5 by talking about Mark Wolfe and how great he is. All, right. all you have to do is subscribe, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wahlberg, and, and you can hear about how great you are. And you'll hear it. Oh, great. Uh, Nancy Allen plays Alice Lewis. She was in Carrie. She's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very good. Obviously, we we, we had our gripes. But overall, I think her character's fine. Mm. It's not the most unbelievable character arc. Ronnie Cox is the most villainous villain to ever villain. He's, he's such a villainous guy that his character's name is Dick Jones. A real villain name, Dick Jones. <laughs> I mean, but who doesn't love a good dick now and again? Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Anna Jones. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's great. It's funny that he's sort of... He's not the twist villain, because you know he's a villain. The twist is how evil he is, <laughs> yeah. which is great. The twist is like, you're like, you, you, you thought he was this evil, but he's actually this evil. <laughs> he's actually way more evil than you thought. <laughs> it's good. Um, he was um, he was the the cop captain guy who was in the hospital for all of Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah. And also he's in 1, and he's good in 1, but he was in 2. Which yeah, he did most recently. <laughs> I like how you bring up in two, where he's just in hospital and not a character, instead of one, where he's the captain and has an important role in the end. No, no, no. Go see two, where he's hospitalized immediately and doesn't have a role. The other lead villain, Bodica, which I thought was a pretty funny name because it's also got the word dick in it. A lot of dick today. Mmm. He's played by Kurtwood Smith, best known for playing a character in uh, that 70s show. He also looks a bit like a nerd. I'm not going to lie. He looks like he looks like he's about to do a presentation on the next Apple product. <laughs> it sort of distracted me. It's I like, think you just think he's a nerd because he's wearing like large no, no, rimmed no. glasses. I think that's... he's not a nerd. He's not a nerd. I'm just saying what he looks like is he's about to give a Steve Jobs presentation. I'm just he's very skinny. Like you mm. know, he's the, he's the least intimidating villain I think I'm seeing. He is. He looks like he should be on a watch list, but not. Because he's the the mob the mob boss, you know. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong there, actually. Yeah, no, I do yeah. agree there. It was great actor though. He was really good. Now it's time for a part of the cast. It's a segment called "Wow, all these people were in one of the greatest TV shows of all time, Twin Peaks." So many people from Twin Peaks. Wow, we. Wow. But that's the full name of the segment. Um, wow, we. <laughs> I only do it like once every hundred episodes. Yep. So, Miguel Ferrer is in this as Bob Morton. He is somehow a decent guy in this film? Yeah. He's not. He's a villain. But he's also not as much of a villain as you'd think he is. Yeah, yeah. He's... It's it's interesting, because he is... He's a jerk. He's an asshole. 
Mm. And, like, he literally, uh, at one point where they're like, oh, hey, we managed to save his arm. He's like, no, I want it symmetrical. Chop that one off as well. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, he's, he's, he's not a nice guy, but he's not as bad as some of the... Uh, it's Dick. He's not as bad as Dick. So, anyway, he plays an FBI agent in Twin Peaks who really hates small towns, and he's, like, walking around this small town, and he's like, I hate this small town. He's really great in that show. Great. David O. Herley is credited as old man, and I think he's, like, the boss of the company. He's yeah, the big yeah, yeah. boss. But he's just credited as old man, which I thought was very funny. that They didn't even bother giving him a name. Because I think that's the point that they insult him. They call him the old man at one point. So that might be an in-joke, cleverly put in the casting. Uh, he plays Andrew Packard in Twin Peaks, the old owner of the sawmill. And finally, playing one of the goons is Ray Wise, who is Laura Palmer's dad in Twin Peaks. Very important role in that show. And I was like, he's in this as well. I don't know why there's so many Twin Peaks actors in this movie. I guess David Lynch likes Robocop. I don't know. Uh, that's highly possible. I would not put it past anyone. He was just watching it and like, hey, I like these people. Let me grab a couple of them. Put them in my show. Put them all on my show. I'd buy that for a dollar. I mean, yeah. you're right. It was the TV in the 90s. That's all they could really afford was a dollar. Yep. To pay their cast members. Oh, oh, oh. oh I didn't, I didn't, oh, no. I just, I, I'll spend more than a dollar. I just say, I would buy that for a dollar. Oh, <laughs> that's not what I'm, oh, no. Oh, no. What have you done? Uh, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score is 84 percent slightly lower people absolutely loved it at the time saying it's a pretty good satire on robert reagan's presidency oh political oh people were also like this is a bit violent isn't it and parents were outraged but i think parents were outraged because for some reason they made kids toys based off this movie and so kids then wanted to go see the movie and then were scarred for life yeah or in the deck like that guy who got shot. <laughs> yeah, they were all trying to recreate that yeah. scene. It was a it was a nightmare on the streets of Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. The the movies are influencing the kids. They go and watch them, and they just want to cause violence. <laughs> they want to pick up giant space <laughs> rifles and shoot cars. Yeah, movies are ruining today's kids. I kind of love that though. A movie that's anti-capitalism. Uh, then mm. became a oh, capitalistic ca cash grab. Yeah, where they they merchandise the heck out of it. Yeah. Speaking of money, this cost fourteen million dollars. What do you think it made? I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> um, Just one dollar. All right. Well, that would be a bargain on my part. I feel. So, how much did it cost? Fourteen million. I'm gonna say seventy-eight. Ooh, it made fifty-three. Fifty-three. Okay, I wasn't too far off. But then, yeah, heaps on home release, and uh, I think the studio was actually expecting it to bomb. They were very surprised that this made money. <laughs> Yeah, they were like, oh, this movie's good. Oh. Which I think probably goes to influence them selling toys, because they were like, oh, this is a hit. Well, I guess we've got to take it as far as we yeah. can. We're going to push it. Can we do toys? Well, we can yeah, do toys. Yeah, yeah, they didn't, they didn't know what to do with it, so they were just like, uh, I guess we sell toys or something of this? <laughs> Mi missing the entire point of the movie itself. And just being like, oh yes, R-rated movie, kids toys, go. There we go. To be fair, I did have a figurine of the Toxic Avenger when I was young as well, so it's not, mm. you know, this isn't the only film to do that. Uh, taglines, there's two taglines, according to IMDb. You gotta give them a thumb up or a thumb down. First tagline is... The future of law enforcement. 
I hated the way you said that, but not a bad tagline, actually, mm. I'll say. Because the name of the film is Robocop. Mm. And if the tagline is the future of law enforcement, that's like, okay, I can see where this movie is sort of going with this whole thing. And it doesn't spoil things, but it entices me. So I'm going to give this one a thumbs up. Ooh, all right. Second tagline is part man, part machine, all cop. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to give that one a big thumbs down. I hate that. Oh, God, fuck uh, you. It would have been better if it was like part man, part machine, all badass or something. That's better than all cop. I, I was ready for it to go all kick ass, all, uh, it's like badass or something, you know. And I would be like, yeah, all right. Nope, all cop. Eh, all right. Alright. <laughs> kind of fell apart there at the end. Anyway, those were the weather taglines, which means we're jumping into the movie. Synopsis, spoilers ahoy. We've already spoiled everything, but, you know, spoilers. Spoilers for the movie that's more than 30 years old. Very old. Metallic font. Boom. Robocop. Steel. Font. <laughs> what, a, what a font. It's good. The theme song. I love the music of this movie. It's so good. Iconic. It's, it's, it, yeah. Every good good movie has to have an equally good soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack isn't as kick-ass. Nope. If it doesn't have a good soundtrack, it's not a good movie. All good action movies need a soundtrack. The first opening lines of the film, because it doesn't start off like a normal film would, it doesn't start off with a character being like, I'm walking to the shops and I'm going to pick up my shopping, but oh, I'm getting robbed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's got a a woman, female character, she's got too many shopping bags and she's walking home, and then she gets the door and she drops them all. Oh, no. Uh, That's a thing we should add to the trope list. Opens with woman holding too many shopping bags. I hate that. But the first lines of the movie are, this is media break. You give us three minutes and we'll give you the world. Yeah, it's a a news report. Mm. Um, You got the lady presenter and the male presenter. And we get zooms in on their faces that zoom out for the intros. I liked that. I thought that was rather amusing. The female Um, newscaster's name is Jess Perkins, and I've got a friend whose name is Jess Perkins who does podcasts. And I was like, oh, really? Huh. Wow. Hey, shout out. (laughs) Shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The president's on the peace platform and space and nukes and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's just like, current news. Everyone's nuking each other. Everything sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. It's very nuke positive, the news, which was rather funny. I quite like that. I loved how they cut to an ad break and it's about this family heart center where they're making like robotic heart replacements or something. Yeah. But they're brought to you by Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... I was like, oh yeah, I could I could use a good new heart, you know? I'm looking for a I'm looking for a sport heart. Not yeah. an expensive sport heart though. Maybe get one with flames painted on it. That'd be cool. Yeah. The movie's set in Detroit. The Detroit police are being killed left, right, and center by a gang leader called Bo Dicker. Mm. Yeah, that's not how you say his name, but it's funnier when I say it like that. <laughs> yeah. I was quite amused when you said Dicker. And also, the police precinct has been bought by an evil corporation called Omni Consumer Products. Is it? Is it? Is it evil? Look, they're, they're, they're in it to make money. Mm. But is that evil, Sandro? Well, if they're buying the cops, it's very evil. Yeah, well, that, it, that, it doesn't help that Dick and Bob are both evil assholes <laughs> yeah. that abuse their power to, you know, 
make mechanical monstrosities. Yes. But, like, the head CEO, he's like, we want to make this place a better place. We're going to build these robots to eliminate crime. Mm. We can build this new city. It's all it's all above board, except for the rest of the company. That's true. The old man, as he's credited, isn't ever evil. He's not evil, but he's a, he's on his way out, and Dick is on his way in. Oh, oh um. he is entering <laughs> fast and unlubed. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. Mm. Um, well, that's the explicit tag on this episode. We got it. I already I already swore quite a bit earlier, so I think we passed that point a long time ago on our. Uh, Robocop episode. Yeah, true. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we we see the cop precinct where a uh, a fresh recruit mm. from a different city. I can't remember where I he's think it's from. It's just another area in Detroit. He he's like, oh hey, I'm new here, Mister Bossman. What? What what's your problem, Mr. Sandro? You have a problem with my Murphy voice before he turns Robocop? I do yeah, keep it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah? All right, all right. All right, all right. And then the boss man's like, all right, all right, all right. You go, you go back there and transfer, give you some care, you go out of there, right? And then Murphy's like, oh, okay, governor, that sure is a good thing. Yes, sorry. I've lost my British accent. Blimey. So uh, Murphy goes back to get, grab his gear, get his, his mm. new stuff, and we see all the cops are getting pretty bummed out about them dying all the time. <laughs> and uh, are like, hey, maybe we should go on strike. But then the head cop is like, hey, don't go on strike, assholes. Yeah. We're cops. If you go on strike, what's the city going to do without cops? We need cops to protect them. Little do we know that in 2020, I'm not getting political. <laughs> Thank God. Cops. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, so he immediately after saying don't strike, he empties out the locker of the guy who most recently died. <laughs> yeah, the latest guy that died. To give it to Murphy. Yeah. Murphy grabs his gear. They get out and we see a criminal causing a ruckus in the police station. But look out, a kick-ass cop comes in and watcha! Yeah! <laughs> and sends them bang into the wall. Alice Lewis, as a character, is so badass. She is very cool. Yeah, she's pretty cool. So they're teaming up, they're cleaning up the streets, they're a duo, they're crime solvent. They've known each other for maybe five minutes. Yeah. And in that five minutes, we see, we get the two, two iconic things. One, that uh, he drives like a fucking maniac. Oh boy, does he. He drives like me on GTA. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think I wrote that down somewhere where, where, oh no, it's when the, it's when the cops go on strike mm. and that was so GTA, they just got a big gun and just start shooting the cars all around them. Yeah. I was like, are they playing GTA now? What is happening? <laughs> it does feel like that. It's great. I love this movie. Yeah, it was great. It's so silly. Well, we also have to mention Murphy, he spins his gun. That's the other thing. Oh yeah. He drives like a maniac. And he uh, holsters his gun like a cowboy because he does a little spin. Yes. And then click just like a cowboy because his son thought it would be cool. His son watches cowboy stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He likes he likes cowboy stuff. And he's like, hey, dad, you should do that as well. And the dad's like, hell yeah, that's kind of gangster. I'm, I'm, I, 
I get a kick out of it as well. Yeah. Which I, I liked. And he was like, yeah, I admit it. I get a kick out of it as well. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, they are teaming up. Meanwhile, while they're out in the streets taking down crime, we cut to a big meeting, a big business meeting of the big corporation. Whoa. Where the big man, the old man, the big old man, announces the construction of Delta City, which is going to be built over old Detroit. They're going to kick out all the refugans, all the bums, and they're going to build the futuristic city. The vagabonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the slum dwellers. Get them out of here. The poor people. Oh, the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta get, get them all out of here to have this nice city. And already, it's... I don't know if Delta City's in the sequels, but already they're setting up a potential sequel right here. Because we never see Delta City in the film. Mm, no, no, no. Uh, because that would require more budget. Yeah, exactly. And, I don't know. Does this, does this 2014... Does it just rehash this story? Or does it actually place it? I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, me neither. We clearly need to go rewatch it. Ah, and then I didn't hate it actually. I quite liked the reboot. It was fine. I remember not disliking it, so Yeah. But it would be interesting to see now that we've seen this one. I do want to do the two sequels at some point as well. So we could just do all three, all three other Robocop mm. films. But in the business meeting, Dick Jones announces the future of law enforcement. Mm. Mr. Ed. Uh, which I can't remember what the name of it is. Enforcement droid? Yeah, yeah. And the whole time this is happening, Bob is trying to climb me up to the old guy. Like, when he mentions stuff, he, like, yeah. claps furiously yeah. way more than anyone else. And I was like, oh. oh. He plays a weasel <laughs> really well, that actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. so good. He's so funny. Just like in real life. He's a great weasel. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's dead now, yeah. so feel bad, sir. Backhanded compliments to dead people. Got him. The robot, it's just this giant robot, and it's stop motion. But you almost can't tell, which is good. Yeah, it's really good stop motion. The only thing I didn't like was at one point one squeals like a bancor. Like what? I thought that was very funny. It was very funny, but it's like, why is it screaming? Why is it like (laughs) writhing in pain? It's a robot. Why did they program that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, is it an AI? I don't know. When it talks, it follows a script, so maybe it isn't an AI. I don't know. I, I I thought it was an AI, but maybe twist. It's it's just another RoboCop. <gasps> maybe there's a person inside it. Yeah. Do you think about that? Maybe it's a rat oh. <laughs> because that's why it's squealing. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like an ATAT, not an ATAT. What's the Walkers? Uh, a Walker from Star Wars. The Walker, the, the two-legged one. He goes up to Kenny and is like, Kenny, all right, you're going to help me help me do a little presentation here to show it off. So here's this gun. I'll aim it uh, threateningly <laughs> at, the, at the robot, not me, you silly goof. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Funny, you we're know, business people having a business laugh. <laughs> oh, business. business laugh. This guy's going to die in two seconds. <laughs> Unlucky Kenny, is a, he points the gun at the robot and the robot's like... Put the weapon down. Put it down. Stop this bullshit right now or I'll light you up, you stupid criminal. And the guy's like, and the guy's like, well, you better do what he says. And they're all like, (laughs) (laughs) business jokes, business jokes. So Kenny puts the gun down. He puts the gun down. He's like, I'm fine. That was a good presentation. I like the robot. I'm going to buy it for a dollar, sir. And then the robot lights him up. (laughs) Yeah. 
yep. because the robot doesn't doesn't shut down. Not only does one the robot malfunction and keep going as if he's a criminal. Mm. Number number one, it keeps going. Uh, he's a criminal. Number two, they can't immediately shut it down. Yes. And number three, they're using lethal force on crime. What the fuck? <laughs> And uh, warning to our listeners, I am about to make a political statement towards my political mm-hmm. views. It's almost like cops nowadays, am I right? Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 Number four, why did it have live rounds in it for the presentation? <laughs> yeah, that is a big point that I did write down. <laughs> that's, that's four points! Four problems! Yeah. If they had changed, like, one of these, this guy doesn't die. It's, uh... Look, maybe Dick Jones planned this. Maybe he wanted Kenny to die. Maybe he just hates Kenny. Oh, that makes sense now. Yeah, he mm. was actually... Uh, Kenny was getting too high up in the, the things, and he had to be dealt with. And it's pretty cool, though. Like, uh, the, the blood effects, he gets shot up. Oh, it looks incredible. Yeah. All yeah. of the gore and violence in this look amazing. So, Bob Morton is like, oh, well, that Ed isn't going to hit the streets. <laughs> Mr. Old Man, as your name is in the credits, do you want to buy my Robocop concept? We take a dead cop, or we put it in a robot, and it's a uh, Robocop. Reusing dead cops? That sounds like recycling. I'm all about <laughs> the environment. Absolutely. Green lit. <laughs> Great idea. And then Dick Jones is like, oh, you took away my my sale of my death machine. How dare you? I wanted to shoot up the streets, you rat bastard. Mm-hmm. Also, he works with the criminals. Yes. So he's trying to get a monopoly over the crime fighting. Does that mean he'll just... Pro- I guess the idea is he'll program the robots not to attack any criminal that works for him. Or something like that. Maybe... Although with Dick Jones, I wouldn't be surprised if he did just kill people that he worked with to get to the place of power that he gets to. I mean, to. that makes sense. And then he, he just kind of turns on everyone. Or or he gives them like a tracking device which shows them where the nearest robots are mm. so they can do crime where the robots are not. Either way, Bob gets the green light to uh, chop up some dead cop. And all they need now is a dead cop. So we cut back to Murphy. Bum, 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 bum. Yep. They go to an abandoned factory. Mm. There's a bunch of punching, a bunch of fighting. There's no there's no backup, but they still decide to chase the bad guys into an unknown building area with zero backup. They're badass cops. Not gonna turn out so well. They're in an action movie. They they go through the building, she encounters a bad guy, he has his dick out, and she gets distracted by it, yep. gets punched. And she gets thrown off a ledge. <laughs> yep. She gets punched off a ledge. I was very confused why the bad guys were relaxing. They're watching a sitcom, man. Yeah. After a hard day of work. But they know a cop was following them, right? Well, because Bodica is planning on ambushing the cop, I guess. So they're just like, yeah, we're the distraction. Does one of them get shot? I don't think they do. No, none of the bad guys take any take any hits because they threaten them with it. And they're like, oh, we're going to get you. But then the bad guys sneak around, ambushing them, like, ha-ha, we're going to take over now. And by take over, I mean continuously shoot your bloody corpse over and over. Yeah, Walker, he's, well, first, before they shoot his his body a bunch, Walker does get lectured to 
Mr. Bo Dicker does a bad guy speech, and that was a pretty good bad guy speech. Classic bad guy speech time. Also, I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, you probably don't think I'm a very nice guy, do you, cop? No, I think you're slime, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh, I think you're slime, eh? Well, how about I shoot off your hands? And then they just, like, light him up with bullets. They light him up, but he's still alive. After the end of being lit up. He, he's, he's a tough bloke. So they do an execution-style headshot, um, and mm. we then see once he is completely dead, brain dead, mm. one might say, mm. Lewis has come to and watched the whole thing. And she's like, "Oh man, probably shouldn't have shouldn't have come in here without backup. That is their fault. Probably, probably, probably should have waited for uh, for backup and not gone in. And once we got in, not split up immediately. And um... I mean, look, they thought that they were in an action movie that had plot armor. They could easily get rid of all these guys. But little did they know, they were in an action movie. Yes, but they were in a smart action movie. Yes." He hasn't got the plot armor yet. Ha <laughs> ha! He will soon, because he's rushed to the hospital. Yeah, but the doctors fail to save him. Yes, probably because he got shot in the head. But then, after he flatlines and they say time of death, it cuts to his eyes opening up. Oh. We see a sort of screen, a line screen. I love the effects here. The, the effects are very good. It's yeah. great. Because, but then there's like a grid pattern and we see an engineer guy like twist a bolt in his head mm. and you see the grid pattern getting closer and closer to his face. And I thought that was... That was cool. That was some cool effects. They're working on him. They're turning it into Robocop. Yeah, that's what's happening. There's the line, well, he's legally dead. We can do whatever we, we want with him. Yeah. And the, the Bob's like, yeah, why did you keep his arm? Because the science like, yeah, we managed to keep this guy's real arm. That's good. And he's like, no. I wanted full replacement. Get rid of the arm. And so they chop off his extra limbs and replace it with robot limbs. And I guess they were doing this for a few months because by the time he is um, yeah. completely activated, it's like a few months later. Also, yeah. his robotic uh, skin casing, whatever you, you want to call it, it's made out of titanium and Kevlar. And I, I like that they said that. Not something you could have on a regular cop because it would be way too heavy. Oh, yeah. But makes sense that they could have a robot that has it, and then he'd be, like, super armor-proof. So, yes. But, yeah, cut to the grand reveal in front of all the bosses and, and all the mm. higher-ups. I like how they do keep the suit's proper reveal hidden for later on. Yeah, for the most part, Once we yeah. exit the first-person view. But we do get a sneak peek in the mirror as he's, like, rolled past a mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like what Bob says just before he gets online and says, you're going to be a bad motherfucker. He does say that, yeah. <laughs> Which is great. So he's delivered to the cop precinct, and they're all like, oh, that's cool. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> the, the lead cop's like, what is this shit? <laughs> I believe is the direct quote that the captain That is says. the direct quote. Um we, we get to actually view Robocop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his, like, seating arrangements. Yeah, he's uh, in the basement of the precinct. It's like it's like it's charging station. It's where they keep his food, baby food. One of the cops is like, oh, I quite like baby food. Nom, 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 nom. I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, and that would actually cost a dollar as well. So it's Yeah, something. baby food. It makes sense. We get his three directives. There's not a fourth one. Don't know what you're talking about. There's serve the public trust. Protect the innocent, uphold the law. And not a fourth one. 
So he goes out on the shooting range, all the cops are shooting, but he's shooting and they all stop because they're like, what the heck is that? Because they hear his gun. I don't know why they didn't hear him walk in. Well, they are are in a shooting range, so the gun... They are in a shooting range with, with you know... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. My point is taken away. Because it's only after they stop shooting, but he keeps shooting. Like, you know, he's, (laughs) he's got a special gun or whatever. Um, gun. gun is also much larger and literally just blows holes in the target. It's like, a sci-fi gun. It's sci-fi gun. It's cool. It shoots three bullets at a time or something. And Lewis is there. She's watching as well. She's like, there's something familiar about this Robocop. And then he does the spin and move to put the gun back in the holster. And she's like, I think I know who that is. No one else has ever spun their gun before. <laughs> ever. Before holstering it. Yeah. That's not something a scientist could have easily gone, hey, that's cool, I'll program that into a robot. Mm. No, no, no. This has to be that one cop that I transferred over here and I knew for less than 24 hours uh, that died, like, six months ago. Yeah, it's got to be him, surely. I've dreamed about this moment for ages, finally getting to see him again, that guy that I saw for a couple hours and then he died. I really wanted to get into his pants, you know. Maybe. Who knows? We don't know her intentions. I do. Oh. And I know what my intentions would be with Robocop. Oh. I want to see if he's got any attachments, you know, any extra features. (laughs) If not, we could always plug one in. Just, just like the bad guy's name. You want that Jones. I mean, uh, the other... Bob. I want that... No, uh... <laughs> you want that, uh what's the... <laughs> old man, uh. You want that old man? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, um... Oh, dear. So he hops in a car. He hits the street. And we see a guy robbing a store. He's like, come on, open the safe for me. Hurry up, old man. Oh, I'm going to shoot man. your wife. No, don't, don't shoot my wife, I'll give you my money. Wait a second. Oh, I bought that for a dollar. Ha ha ha, funny. All right, let me get the money out of the safe for you. Uh, but then, coming through the door of the store, it's Robocop. And the guy's like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. The fuck me, fuck me. And he starts shooting and nothing's happening. He's like, fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> throws him into a fridge. Yeah, and then, and then Robocop throws him into the fridge. And it's like, thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> That's a great action scene. And then on the TV it says, I'll buy that for a dollar. Does it again? Uh, we cut to the streets at night. A woman has been harassed by these two awful dudes and, and Robocop is there to help her. Uh, she's being held at gunpoint. They're like, if you come closer, Robocop, we'll shoot her. And Robocop's like, oh, I can see through her dress is your dick. I'm going to shoot your dick off. It's like calculating, okay, we have a hostage situation, okay, we see his gun is pointing out, I could shoot him in the head, or, beep, 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 right through her dress, there's a there's a key bit right there, I'm just gonna, boop, boop, and that goes his dick. Yep. Just, done. Uh, which was great. That, uh, what an iconic scene. He shoots through the dress mm. of the hostage into the guy's crotch. And the other guy's like, oh, I surrender, I surrender. (laughs) It was great. That's a good moment. Again, I remember that moment being more violent when I was younger, but again, I was younger. Ah, it was good. It was a great scene. Your move, punk. The next mission he goes on is uh, the councilman. He went crazy. He is holding the mayor hostage with a gun at the town hall. Yeah, (laughs) yep. There's the chief, like, SWAT. I think he's the Royal Guard or something. They're not cops. But then uh, Robocop 
uh, rocks up to this hostage situation. They've got the like the building surrounded with mm. uh, cars. They've they're all pointing guns at it, and there's like a he's the chief negotiator, so he's he starts talking with the guy. But Robocop shows up, and he's like, "What what are you doing here?" And Robocop's like, "Keep him distracted." Yeah. So the negotiator negotiates with the bad guy. It's great. They negotiate a car, which is very funny. <laughs> It's, it's fantastic, because the guy's like, I want a recount on the vote, and I don't care what it says. I want my old job back. <laughs> it was that as well. Yeah, because I think, yeah, he um, was, like, voted out or something, which is good. Yeah, he yeah, also yeah. says the line, don't jerk me off. When people jerk me off, I kill them. <laughs> yep. Not not a great sex partner, that guy. No. He'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. He's like a mantis. Um, mm. so he, he, uh, he wants, he wants a bigger office, he wants a sports car, but he wants, he wants, like, turbo, he wants good suspension, you know. <laughs> just goes on and on. He, he wants good mileage for the gallon, you know. He's <laughs> like the dad from Spaceballs. He's, yeah, yeah, He's very enthusiastic about this car that he wants. Well, I mean, you want if you're negotiating, you know, for a yeah. good car, you really want a good car. You, you want know? the car that, yeah, the car. Yeah, but then they start jerking him around, and you don't, you don't jerk around this guy. Not literally. No, because you'll end up dead. Exactly. Um, so he grabs the president, points his gun. You don't think I'm serious? I'm about to shoot the president. But then Robocop, using heat vision, locates him through a wall, mm. busts through the wall. Throw him out the window. Throw him out the window. Yeet. And he dies. Turns out he was jerking himself off the whole time because he's dead now. Whoa. <laughs> I've been waiting the whole scene to make that joke. And it wasn't very good either way. I'd buy that for, for a dollar. dollar. We cut to an ad on TV for uh, this version of Battleship, but with nukes. <laughs> Which is great. I want that. Nuke him! A board game about nuking your family. Ha <laughs> uh, ha! The news also reports on Robocop. Um, and how he's he's uh, hanging out with the kids. Yay! All the kids <laughs> yeah, love Robocop. Robocop's that like, was good. stay out of trouble. Which is good foreshadowing for the toys. Hey, that's where the toys come in. It's to, to keep the kids in line. Otherwise, he'll shoot their genitals off. Mm. Yeah. We also, we also see Bob and Dick in the bathroom Whoa. talking to each other. <laughs> oh, uh, Bob goes in the stall talking to a, like, workmate. And he insults Dick, calling him a, you know, a dinosaur, you know, old relic, you know, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, old man. In the other stall, pops out, oh no, it's Dick. Um, so all the other guys leave. They're like, uh-oh, he's pissed off, Dick. I love this monologue because Dick comes up and is like, you know, I used to call the boss, the big boss, the only guy above me. I used to call him funny names all the time. <laughs> I used to call him Iron Butt. I used to call him Boner. Once, I even called him Asshole. Whoa. But here's the thing. If I want his job, I gotta be nice. And you gotta be nice to me. I gotta, I sh always showed respect. There's always a line, and I never cross the line. You, mister, you crossed the line. 
So there's a little bit of workplace tension there. Cut to Robocop. He's dreaming? How is that even possible? How is Robocop dreaming? He's a robot. Uh, well, he's also made out of the corpse of a human being that probably, uh, they, they can't really erase the memories of the, the robot. Yeah, he dreams about his past. He dreams about his family. He dreams about his death. Which, of course, makes him go a little bit like, Hey, yo, what the, what the heck are knows? I'm gonna, I gotta go check out that place. So he gets up and he starts leaving, and they're like, "What? We didn't, we didn't program him to do that." Oh my god! He's gone rogue. He's gonna kill her. Then he's gonna kill me. Oh my god! Wrong movie. <laughs> and and so, uh, is this where he goes home? No. No, he goes to the gas station. He also bumps into the the lady cop, who's like, "Hey, Murphy, you're Murphy, right? Come on." Step out of it. Oh, yeah. And so he goes to the gas station. This guy's robbing it. Yep, a guy's robbing the gas station who looks like one of the guys that killed Walker. So he's like, huh, interesting. Wait, you're that cop we killed. You're dead. You're dead. Mm. And the Robocop's like, huh, I'm going to record that. Keep that for later. He goes into the server room. He looks up the name of the guy that recognized him. The guy who's like, we killed you. He looks up his name. He looks up known accomplices and then sees in the long list, Bodecker. And he's like, that's the guy that killed me in my dream. Yeah, yeah. And then he he looks at the recent killings of it, the most recent killing. And the most recent killing that he's done is him, Murphy. And he grabs... His home address. His own home address. Yeah, yeah. And he goes to check it out. He goes to check out his old home. And there's heaps of memories. It's sad. Sad music's playing. You're like, oh, I feel sorry for this dude. I like the, um, they have an automatic, uh, house selling screens that are placed into houses. You can just go in and it will automatically sell the house to you. Mm. I like the screens that talk about, this is the kitchen. This is, uh, Joe Schmo's. Epic kitchen with loads of room for your customization, that, like that sort of thing. Yeah, it's good. Eventually he gets so annoyed with these things, he punches one. <laughs> it's very funny. I'm like a bit like, oh, that's not very lawful of you, Mr. Robocop. So he then goes into arrest mode and heads to a club, uh, which is where Bodicker and friends usually hang out. And he, uh, and he mm. grabs one of the other accomplices. Yeah, I love the, I love the club. Because he goes in the club and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, hey, Robocop, man. And then he starts beating up this guy and they're like, yeah, you go get him, Robocop. <laughs> that was great. Fuck him up. That was really good. The other guy, he like tries to uh, kick uh, Robocop in the dick. It doesn't go well for him. He hurts his foot. That's quite sore. And they get dragged by his hair. You might, Owie. You might be wondering at this point, where is Bo Dicker? Well, we see. Also, I'm just calling him Bo Dicker now. I don't know how you say his name, but whatever. What? Who is... Who is... But Oh, right. The, the Nerd guy. extra bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He heads to Bob Morton's house. He's currently doing lines of coke off um, some cleavage. He's doing more than that. He's he's having a conversation. Uh, Remember? Because they're, they're intellectuals. He likes women where, where, with... Where? With uh, intellects. Okay, I see your point. I raise you as soon as Bo Dicker arrives. He says, bitches, leave. I think that <laughs> removes him thinking they're intellectuals. No, no, no. Bob doesn't say that. Dicker says uh, for them to leave. Bob mm. is like, I like I like my ladies with intellects. Mm. You see, intellect is very intelligent. And one of the ladies like, 
Yeah, I I love thinking. Thinking <laughs> thinking gets me so horny. That was quite funny. I liked that. Yeah. Bodicus shoots up Bob's legs. He's like a pow pow pow. And Bob's like, no, please, what the heck? Don't you know who I am? Please don't kill me. I'll pay you. Bodica, he goes on another one of his evil speeches where he says I was hired by Dick Jones the real villain of the movie well he doesn't say that he plugs in a he plugs in a recording oh he like, says it and then he, he does the recording oh I right think. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 just a real nail home the villain twist yeah yeah, yeah. oh it was great because then on all the screens Dick plays it's like well you're probably on your knees by now <laughs> begging for your life <laughs> that was very good that was very funny yeah 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 and uh, he explains, well, you shouldn't have messed with me. We could have been, we could have been partners. We could have been friends. And he's like, you might be wondering why I'm telling you all these things. Well, it's because I'm about to kill you. And we see the guy, he places a grenade on the table and pulls the pin and leaves. And then the house explodes. The house explodes. R.I.P. Bob. Well, goodbye, Bob. Not R.I.P. He can rest in pain. Rest in G. R.I.G. R.I.G. Resting ground. Resting ground. Boudicca's like, all right, kill that guy. Time to go to another business meeting. And he heads to a business meeting, but Robocop's at the door. And he's like, men, kill Robocop. Robocop's coming to visit me. I'm going to kill him. I I liked the little business meeting he had with, like, another gangster. We show a bit of gangster life where he's, like, negotiating. Robocop walks in and they're like, shoot him up. So they all start lighting him up. And then Robocop just goes, ham. He kills them all with that cool gun. It's great. It's a great scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just starts shooting them one by one. And it's great. Yeah. Till he gets to Bodicker. And he's like, oh, don't kill me. Don't kill me. I have a deal. I have a deal with the, the CEO, the guy. <laughs> I, I love that. He just immediately just like, yeah. <laughs> just starts ratting out Jones. Mm. I, I liked the, the Robocop. He says, come quickly or there will be trouble. And immediately one of the guys goes, ah, fuck you. <laughs> So he arrests Bodicker, drops him off at the station. He's like, book him. Mm. And the captain's like, what's the charge, Robocop? He's a cop killer. And he's like, give me my one call. Give me my one call. And who's his one call? The guy he just ratted out, Dick Jones. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, Robocop goes to arrest Dick. He drives all the way over, goes up the building... He gets waved through by all the stuff. It's almost like Dick's expecting. Whoa. This is where we see he's got a tracker. He's tracking Robocop this whole time. And he lets him in and he's like, normally I don't let people in without an appointment, but you're an exception, Mr. Robocop. Oh, you're here to arrest me, please. And he holds out his hands. Please arrest me, officer. Yes. The film doesn't have another twist. You can arrest me right now. But as Robocop goes to arrest him, what is it? (gasps) Directive 4. What is this directive? It's the directive that if he tries to arrest any of the Omni Consumer Product senior members, then he's going to be shut down if he does that. That's the directive. Because you see... You're a product, and we can't have our products turning against us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a villain. Uh, With the directive for stopping him from arresting, Dick is like, and now it's time to erase the mistakes of Bobby Boy. Because I killed him, and now I'm going to kill his stuff. And he gets uh, the big uh, Bancor robot. Yeah, Mr. Ed comes in. Mr. Eddie. Good old Eddie. 
and Eddie's like, <laughs> yeah, direct quote, um, and Robocop's yeah. like, pew pew. <laughs> And they have a little bit of a fight, you see. Yeah, they have a fight off. As Robocop still recovering from trying to arrest Dick, uh, the robot's like, pew, 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 and, and blows them up a bit. It looks really good because there's scenes where the robot has to grab Robocop. And that obviously means that the Robocop is then stop motion. They use a stop motion Robocop figurine instead of trying to like blue screen or imprint him onto the robot. I thought they used practical close-ups, like they had some big bits of the... They might have used that as well, actually. I think for any contact, it's stop-motion Robocop, but for anything else, it's close-ups and stuff. Yeah, it's quite like, clever. Ed throws Robocop like through a wall at some point, which that is was great. Good. That was very um, good. And there's like a lot of smashed office as they, they battle, but Robocop manages to escape by going down the one place that the weakness of all mech robots and evil, evil robot. It is the stairs. They stole this from Doctor Who. <laughs> they stole this from the Dalek episodes. Womp womp. So yeah, he goes down the, the stairs and then we see the, the Ed try and put its foot down on the stairs, but its foot's too big for the stairs. So it's like yeah. very tentatively trying to walk down. And then uh, uh, I believe Robocop just shoots him as as Ed's trying to walk down, and he just like <laughs> full on collapses down the stairs. He falls on. He lands on his back, and then Ed throws a tantrum, which is very yeah, funny. yeah, and, yeah. And Ed just starts screaming, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Why is he screaming like a bankor? What is happening? I have no idea why this is programmed into Ed, but. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, it was very funny. Well, I guess maybe um, the thinking was that if Ed ever gets compromised, it'll throw a tantrum and it'll be very loud and alert any other cops in the area. All right. But but why do they make it sound like an actual tantrum, like an animal's having? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. Very... Why doesn't it just play a sound like beep, beep, I have been compromised, beep, beep. Yeah. So Robocop runs down the stairs. He manages to get away, but... Surrounding the building, it's the SWAT team. And the SWAT captain from early is like, yep, we've been ordered to shoot him. And Robocop's like, well, I'm the hero of the movie. How dare you do that? I'm going to hop in a car. I'm going to drive away. Yeah, he he manages to fall down some of the the, uh, parking lot. Yes, to a lower level. Where Lewis manages to uh, find him and she helps him into the car and she drives him off. They drive to the abandoned warehouse where he was killed Mm. to kind of repair and also have character exposition and stuff like that. We get a really cool scene. He he takes off his helmet. Yeah. Which is very cool to see the, like, makeup and effect that they had it looked very very cool yeah also very star trek cyborg yeah it looks more like a borg than like a darth vader sort of look yeah yeah it's like a combo between the borg and darth vader yes and what's that one thing in doctor who the lady who's just a, a face of flesh 
Oh, Cassandra, I think the name was. Yeah, Cassandra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of that, I felt. Yeah. Because it looks like his just his skin of his face was planted onto a cyborg woman. It does. I'm not sure how it works. Uh, so, meanwhile, Bodica is out of jail. Uh, he has to kill Robocop, because mm. Robocop has a recording of Dick Jones doing evil monologues and stuff, revealing his plan. So he wants to take care of Robocop to get rid of the evidence. So he gets his team back together. Yep, after they all escape jail because all the cops are on strike. And so apparently you can just leave the jail. We get that great scene where they're all reunited in the abandoned uh, crime-ridden streets. And Bodic has got his giant gun. Yeah, so, so Dick's given them all weapons to kill Robocop. Some giant space rifles. And one of the guys pulls up in a new car that he stole. The uh, new Toyota 6000 or whatever it is. Yeah, it's the same... No, Mazda 6000. It's the same car that the guy wanted during the negotiation scene. It's the same car, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's this one car that keeps recurring. Because I believe the bad guy also has... Drives around in it. And so now with their new rifles, they like, Hey, let's test them out. So first they pull up. This 6,000 car. The guy goes, no, my car! Like, yeah, I didn't even get any insurance on it because I stole it. And then they start shooting all the other ones. All the cars blow up. Lots of explosions. Great scene. They head to the abandoned warehouse to get Robocop. I don't know how they know he's there. Oh, because the tracker, obviously. And so they're like, all right, got to be careful. So what are we going to do? We're going to drive in... Start screaming at the top of our lungs for the Robocop to come out. So we lose the element of surprise immediately. Yeah, because at this moment, Robocop's in quite a exposed position. You know, his face mask is off and he's with Lewis mm. fixing up his targeting. Yeah, we get some sensual targeting Are you really trying to make them a couple? I don't think there is a romance plot. No, there isn't. There isn't, and I really appreciated that. The bad guys roll in, lots of epic music. And uh, we get the final fight scene, a showdown in these old ruins, the place where he, in fact, got killed. Yeah, yeah. And I did have a question. Why did she bring him to the place he got killed? I it feel might like just be a... the abandoned warehouse that everyone hangs out in. It's just the abandoned warehouse of Detroit. It is the abandoned warehouse of Detroit. That, makes that could sense. be it. Okay. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. So Robocop, he tricks a guy into trying to run him over. Yeah. And instead of running him over, he makes him drive headfirst into a giant container of toxic waste by getting out of the way at the last moment. Oof. The guy drives into Toxic Waste, he comes out looking like Toxic Avenger, halfway done Toxic Avenger. Not completely toxified Toxic Avenger, halfway done Mm. Toxic Avenger. The the flesh is not quite uh, grey yet, it's still kind of hanging down in pieces. Yeah. His mouth is just a gaping hole of agony. Uh, Very trauma. Yes. That's what I wrote down. I was like, whoa, there's there's some trauma level effects right here. This is great. And he's running around. He's running up to the bad guys being like, kill me. Yeah, yeah. And all the other bad guys are like, what the fuck? Get away from me. (laughs) And it gets to a point where he just stumbles out into the middle of the road and Ticker in his car just rams into him. Yeah, by accident. And he just explodes into, like, toxic goo. That was quite a ridiculous scene. But I love yeah, it. It's yeah. the best death in the movie. It's great. Yeah, it was funny. So, um, Robocop manages to take out a few more of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Just, just shoot them. But he has to get Bodecker. 
Lewis, she's chasing him. So they, they chase, he runs into a person, he, he falls into a pit. He drives into a pit. She drives after him, but he hops out, and he goes bang bang, shoots her in the legs. Oh, yeah, Bodica shoots Lewis in the legs, so she's... She's out for the count. She's out for a bit. Robocop shows up and is like, oh, I'm gonna stop you from shooting Lewis anymore. Focus on me, dude. I'm not gonna... I'm not here to arrest you. Yeah. I'm gonna kill you. And he's like, oh, come on, man. Don't, don't kill me. Hey, hey, my mobster friend up at Pop there with the big gun. Can you uh, help yep. me out here? Hey, buddy. Uh, okay. Uh... I'm trying to distract Robocop over here. Yeah, so Bodica distracts Robocop to give Laura Palmer's dad time to drop a funk ton of steel on top of him uh, from this mm. crane that just happens to be above where Robocop is standing. And uh, drops a whole bunch of big old steel beams on him. Yeah, he's trapped. He's trapped underneath the beams. But Lewis manages to grab Bodica's big old gun and she uses it to blow up Laura Palmer's dad and he blows up. Yep. That's great. Because what is it? Uh, uh, Bodica's is like, yeah, great job. You did boom. And the guy explodes and they're like, oh, oh no. And Bodica's like, all right, that's it, Mr. Robocop. And he goes up to him. He pulls out like a metal rod and he just like stabs oh. Robocop. Oh. And he like, pushes in the bar, he's like, you did it, and then Robocop pulls out his USB stabbing mm. device and stabs him back. Exactly, because if you're like, why do all USB sticks look like uh, spikes? Well, it's so that he can kill someone with it later on the movie. Yeah. It's Chekhov's USB stick. So now that Bodica is dead, he's got to kill Dick Jones. So he goes to Evil Corporation. Outside the building is Mr. Ed patrolling around like the dumb robot he is. Robocop pulls out one of the big rifles that Dick got for them to kill him. And he uses it on Ed mm. and blows Ed up. Blows Ed up. And it's very ironic that Dick gave him the ability to just blow one of the Eds up. Exactly. Robocop heads up the elevator, he heads into the meeting room, and Dick's like, oh, you're here. Ah, that's fine. I'll hold the old man hostage. He grabs the boss, he holds him at gunpoint. The old man's like, "Why? what what evidence do you have against Dick? And he... And Robocop once again plugs his thing in, and it's and he plays the evidence. Yes. And Dick's like, ah, you'll never catch me. You can't harm me. I'm part of this company. Mm. I'm going to grab this old man, and I'm going to shoot him if anybody tries anything. And Robocop's like, nah, I'm going to shoot you. I liked this. I like this very much. This is a very clever ending, um, because the old man fires him. Yes. Because he fires him, Dick is no longer part of the company. Yes. And therefore, <laughs> Robocop can arrest him. Therefore, Robocop can. It's a great ending. It's very clever. He shoots him so hard he falls out the window, which is great. Yeah, he gets fired from the building. Hey, from the building. <laughs> and now with Dick dead, the uh, the old man, he's like, nice shooting, son. What's your name? And to wrap up the movie, Robocop looks at the old man and says, my name is Murphy. And I'd buy that for <laughs> a dollar. <laughs> and then he he winks at the camera, you know, it's... It's a little cheesy, but ah, it's, good. it's good. It's a good movie. It might be my... Is it my favourite movie of the year? It might be, because it's got the action of Predator, but it's also got the schmarts of a schmart mm, movie. It's very schmart. 
I oh, it's hard to say this is better than Predator. They're both very good movies. This, yeah. They're quite different. Just because there's more in it. Although saying that Predator does go by very quickly. Yeah. I yeah. remember that. They're both very good films. And they're definitely my top two films for this year so far. Yes. Yeah, I think Raising Arizona is like my third favourite. But Predator in this are definitely a top two. Yeah. Which I think does mean that it does get, of course, the Good Porridge Award. Oh, absolutely. It has to, it Robo Porridge Award. It's good as well because the plot does kind of follow like a Toxic Avenger sort of movie. It's got yeah. the revenge aspect. It's got the person died come back as something mm. not quite human aspect. Uh, it's quite tropey, but yeah. you forgive the tropes because it's also a smart movie about politics and Reagan and stuff. Yeah, I think it's probably better than Predator. Thinking about it, but yeah. like Predator is also a very good film. No, so yeah. I'll 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 go Robocop number one, Predator number two, number three, um whatever movie I said was good the other day. Raising Arizona was the other one that got the good porridge award, but it could be the Untouchables. Spoilers for Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Untouchables would be four. Okay. Or maybe three. Mmm. Mm, depends. You'll have to find out on the Patreon episode. Go check yes. it out now. That episode is up there. It was a lot of fun. I'd buy that for five dollars. <laughs> If you like explosions, that movie's got probably the most memorable explosion of 87. Uh, so mm, <laughs> check, that that, check that out on Patreon if you want. But yeah, definitely a, the good porridge award for Robocop. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, is there something that you would add or something that you would remove from Robocop, though, to make it a little bit better? I, I would definitely add the relationship between uh, Lewis and uh, Robocop. Mm. lasting more than 24 hours mm. you know and like and just a week i think a week would be the perfect like he's only been there a week yeah and yet he still died it still has that like he just got transferred and then died but yeah. it also like they can have time to build a friendship yes Yes, because it is quite sudden. Uh, obviously, they can become good friends, but it's it's very it's it's a little too sudden for her friendship to be yes. that far far going. If I was to remove anything, it would be the. I don't know if I want to remove the bank or screaming that the robot did because it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, I would replace it with something a little bit more intelligent than that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe just not the exact effect they used for the banker in Star Wars. Yeah. So um I would add I uh, the, the the problem is cuz like I want to add a bunch more of those TV ads that we see throughout the movie. I want to add a bunch of those that play during the credits. Mm. But that also might ruin the great moment of him being like my name's Murphy at the very end. That might ruin mm. that moment. Or maybe maybe you have like a a five ten minute thing of just like Robocop, you know, music or whatever, and then it goes and now interrupting this message and this, this broadcast was brought to you by Electronic Hearts. That would be good, yeah, like a post credit. And of course the uh, sitcom where the guy goes, I'd yeah. buy that for a dollar. I wanna see a full episode of that sitcom. I don't just to see how bad it is. It'd be nope. absolutely awful. No. Nope. Uh, and then to remove, I'm going to remove, um, I'm going to remove the option to remove something. Mm, mm. Good idea. Because I can't think of anything. Which means moving on to the checklist, this is a list of tropes of all the movies we've seen so far this year. 
Uh, we're going to see just how well this movie stacks up to everything else we've checked out in 1987. The first trope, of course, is does the film have dumb characters in it? Oblivious characters, mm. stupid characters, characters that could use a couple extra IQs, even though IQ doesn't really mean anything. It does have goons, robbers that are just like, ha ha ha, we're bad, ha ha, we're evil for the sake of it, you know? Um, I don't qualify the dumb characters. They're not, yeah, like, no one's not figuring important stuff out. No, no one's tripping over stuff mm. for comedic effect. I don't think it gets it. I'm I'm going to put that out there. I don't think it gets it. There's no it. dumb characters. Yeah, I'll give you that. There's goons, but I think that might be a different trope that I want to add. Okay. Because whenever they go on screen, they're very recognisable because they're just like, we're, we're doing evil stuff, ha. We're, we're about to get our asses kicked. We have no likeable features whatsoever, mm. and we just do bad stuff. You know? I will add that as an only for action movie trope. Lots of dumb goons. Dumb, dumb goons for the, for, the, for the hero to beat up. Does the film have a bad guy from a foreign country? No. The point is that no. the bad guys were Americans. Yeah, the bad guys came from within. Although... The, the metal for, for Ed could have been imported. Could have been imported metal. Okay, it gets half a point there. No, no, it gets no points. That was stupid. Uh, all the good guys live. Uh, yes and no. I mean, Murphy's killed, but then he comes back as Robocop, so... Yeah, yeah, it's very specifically, I think, the sacrifice... Mm. One, because he dies, right? Well, I don't know if it does get the sacrifice one, because he doesn't die upholding the law. He, he doesn't die trying to save yeah. Lewis. He just dies because he was tricked. There was no real sacrifice. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I don't think it gets that one. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get that one. But no one died, so that's good. Generator slash power outage. I feel like the generator slash power outage one and also the vehicle breaks down slash crashes one, they're just in every film. I don't know if we need to keep bringing that trope up. Well, there are a trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why they're a trope. I guess. Yeah, we need to bring it back to its roots, which is generator slash power outage, which there was none. There was none in this movie. Female lead falls in love with male lead. No. No. That could happen in the sequels, but in this film, no. No. No, it doesn't. Which is very good. Were there dead animals? There weren't any animals in this film, I don't think. Can't think of any. Yeah, you're right. Uh, is this a rip-off of other famous movies? It's got elements of Toxic Avenger, elements of, like, classic revenge sort of films, so... No. Maybe... No, it's not. Slow motion. No. There's stop motion, but no slow motion. <laughs> there is stop motion, but no slow motion. Song with the title of the movie in it? Thankfully not. That would be hilarious, though. I think there probably was one for the 2014 Robo-cup. film. Robocop. He's gonna shoot your dick off. It's Roper. <laughs> I would buy that song for a dollar on iTunes. Hell yeah. Noticeable green screen. Look, in any film where you've got a character falling out of a building, yeah. there's obvious green screen. So yeah. it does get that one. Being knocked yeah. on the head and falling unconscious. No one really falls unconscious. They just get murdered. No, people would <laughs> die. You're either alive or you're dead. It definitely gets unfunny joke where the joke is that it's unfunny, because that's the whole point of I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. Font does the thing it describes in the title. The font is quite robotic, so I'd say that half counts. Yeah, that's a half point, I'll give it. Yeah. It's not a full point, but it's a half point. There's no narration. There wasn't any uh, dubbed over dialogue that I noticed. No, I didn't notice any, actually. 
It doesn't end in a freeze frame. They could have. The hero isn't an unlikable, likable hero. He's just a good dude. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing particularly unlikable about him. He's 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 a good cop, and mm. he's a great dad, and he has a loving wife, and everything's going well for him. Nothing bad could. Oh, and he's dead. And he's dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, is it bad porridge, though? That's the question. That's the real question we're here. And I'd have to say probably. Bit too crunchy of a porridge. It's, it's the, the porridge that you've left out too long. It's yeah. died. And you have to re-enhance it with, with, uh, technology. Such as the microwave and maybe a bit of honey. You know, you have to really, you have to resurrect this porridge exactly. back. And I feel like that's far too much effort for, for your porridge. That's a lot of effort. For, and also, as you mentioned, when you do resurrect the porridge, it's quite chunky. It would be quite tough to eat because mm. the next trope, magnets, mm. are in the porridge. So the film is both bad porridge and also magnets. <laughs> Magnet? Well, that would explain how any of this technology works. <laughs> magnets. Magnets, yeah. And it does, of course, get the Chekhov's trope, because there was Chekhov's USB spike. Yeah, uh, Chekhov's guns. Many. Chekhov's Directive 4. There was, a lot of, there was a lot of good setups. Only for action. Is this movie all blokes all the time? No, they had Lewis there. Yeah. And the only thing I would add would be goons. Yeah. I've added that, yeah. Goons. Goons done. who were there to be killed. We definitely need to, I think, remove some of those tropes. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, There's yeah. a lot of them. There's a lot of them. All right. Speaking of a lot of them... It's time for... Well, they're actually... I didn't grab too many this week. That's fine. I knew this episode would be a long one. This episode's already way too long. <laughs> where I'm taking you out of the episode for a moment, but this is a long episode, and I knew it would be a long episode, <laughs> so I didn't get too many of them. That's also why there's no guest this week, because one, too many guests recently, and honestly, oh, it's tiring talking to new people every week, but also, long episode. Human interaction is terrible. What we need... What we need, Sandro, is we need to we need to be murdered and then re-enhanced into robots that don't get tired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would buy that for a dollar. My <laughs> own death. Kill me for a dollar. Speaking of killing you, oh. it's time for River Raving Reviews. Segue. Yeah. It's part of the show where I get reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. I, I got them from the audience because for some reason I hate critics. For no reason. I don't know why that would be. You're about to be killed on the inside because I've got Ooh. some good ones. So we have a unnamed user. This guy didn't have a new username. <laughs> okay. This is to start us off. Great. It's a little bit good, but I still like the other one better. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? What do you think? Out of five. The other one better? Does this person think it's the reboot that they're rating? Because they prefer the original? Or do they prefer the reboot? I I think they prefer the reboot? Sure. Fine. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, I forgot to talk about the sequels. Mm. Uh, three. Three. Zero point five, obviously. They really prefer the other one. Uh, but we have a user I far more agree with, which is Mark. Great documentary about the criminal justice system. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of these Raven Review segments, is it? <laughs> yep. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. That's uh, four... 3.5, actually. 3.5. That's five out of five. Oh, okay. love, love this documentary about the criminal justice system. Great. We have my new favourite user, <laughs> Blobbo. 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 Yes. Who says... 
in third person, blubber belly shake like jelly. <laughs> Three star out of four. Uh oh. <laughs> out of four. Uh, Ooh, blubber belly shake like jelly. I love that. I love that so much. Blubber, blubber. Is blubber is probably like a YouTuber or something, right? I don't know, but I clicked on their things and they have a lot of third person reviews. Okay, maybe it's just a meme account. Happy. I was very happy. Uh, four out of five. You got four out of five, really? Mm, it could be three point five, but. Blobo seems like Blobo really loves this, so four out of five. That's fair. That's a good assumption because you're correct. Hey, it's four out of five. I thought you would have gone for three point five, but you, uh, you got me on that. I one. would have overthunk it, but the person's name is Blobo. <laughs> name is Blobo, <laughs> and Blobo belly shake like jelly. No, we have just D who says, I love how balls out violent this movie is. Mm. There's no balls out at any moment, though. So I was disappointed either way. Well, there's a lot of dick. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! Uh, 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 4.5 out of 5. Ah, it's 5 out of 5. 5 out of 5. You've got to remember there's an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) It's true. It's rather hard to find negative reviews. Yeah. Like, uh, Nigel, Nigel Thornberry says, violent, gory, smart, and satirical. Very true. All good points. Five out of five. Ah, uh, this is the 4.5 out yeah. of five. I knew that was going to happen swapped point. them around. Yeah. And finally, the last review, the best review, oh. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Brian says... Do you play Clash of Clans? Oh Try HTTP no. colon slash slash maxclashgems.com. It really works. Brackets in YPK. But it's a good movie. <laughs> oh, it was a joke. It was a joke. Haha. <laughs> was it? They sent an actual link. Don't click on it. I could, I could click on it right now. I have it right here. I think Brian really wants pe- people to look at the review, to click on the link, which means it's got to be a rating that uh, gains a lot of traffic, and that's why I think it's 5 out of 5, because people do tend to sort by highest rated reviews. Well, you'd be wrong, because it's 3 out of 5. Aww. Not enough Clash of Clans in my movie, I think. They should make a Clash of Clans movie no. one day. It would suck. It's like the game. It would be just like the Angry Birds movie. Uh, Alright, well, that's the episode right there. Um, we might Boom. we might do the sequels at some point on Patreon. I feel like we say that a lot, but for Robocop... What, what were the sequels? They did a TV show. So first of all, they did a TV nice. show. It's toned down. There's lasers instead of guns. Uh, they made a bunch of them. They all never really took off. So they were like, all right, we'll make a movie instead. So there's Robocop 2 in 1990. Um, I think the original writer was trying to make a sequel, but it never happened. So instead they brought in Frank Miller, who wrote Sin City and Dark Knight Returns, those two comics. He's pretty cool. So he came in and he wrote two, and it's fine. I think people like the action. It's slightly more gory. Yeah. They made that, then he wrote another one. He wrote Robocop 3 in 93, and everyone hates that one. Yeah. I think that film's PG-13 instead of R oh, or something. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, jeez. They try to make more money by making it more accessible, and that completely killed the franchise. That's so weird. Until 2014, where they made Robocop a, a, a reboot, which is also PG-13 instead of R, but 
that film didn't need to be violent because it's it's a very different sort of movie anyway. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if we do them. I'd be interested in seeing at least the 2014. Yes. Remember. I vaguely remember it, which probably means it's really average of a film. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've got a feeling it's quite average, but who knows? One day, maybe. Uh, that could be on Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, that is the end of the episode. Uh, but if you want more content, there's a huge back catalogue of episodes up on Patreon, as we mentioned. You can join the $5 tier. It's completely optional, though, uh, as as all things should be. Pay your taxes or don't. It's optional. It's... Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the views of the... <laughs> Podcasters, co-hosts, do not reflect the views. Of, uh, but if you do want to help out uh, outside of that, you can t- telling a friend is the number one way to do it. Also, uh, reviewing the show on iTunes helps out a lot, or whatever it's called now, Apple Podcasts. I don't know, uh, but just doing that helps out. And then also in the description, there's links to our Facebook, there's links to our Instagram, and you can email us. And also leave a comment on, on YouTube if you want, because that's there. And have I uploaded this episode there yet? I don't know. Sometimes I upload them. All right, Sandro, it's time for you to pick next week's episode. So, we have High Tide, which is a wholesome Aussie drama about a mother and a daughter. There's no other information there. Yep. But wholesome Aussie drama, I like wholesome, and I like Aussie, and drama's sometimes pretty good. I hate all of that. (laughs) Um, so, La Bamba, a biopic about the life of a rock and roll star... Richie Valens. He did the song La Bamba, which I think is a good song. La Bamba. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. We have summer school. A gym teacher is forced to teach an English class during (gasps) the summer. Oh, what a... Oh, because it's a gym teacher. Right, I see. Yep, sounds stupid. Speaking of stupid, it's Superman for the quest for peace. (laughs) Oh, no. Apparently, it's the worst superhero movie ever made <laughs> uh, yeah look yep i was six maybe seven maybe eight when i saw it for the first time and i hated it then and you know what six seven eight year olds are like they love everything yeah for for me to hate superman at that age it must be bad it must be bad those three options sound awful are they yeah it's so awful that you forgot one of them at least, because there's four. <laughs> well, I was going to say the other three options sound pretty bad. Oh, right. I mean, we could do summer school, but like, ugh, oh. uh, no, no, it's it, it's no. got to be Superman 4. Oh, but here's the thing, here's the thing. I don't want to see this <laughs> film, but I know you're a big fan of Superman. You like you like a man who, who is super. I love... Uh, I'm a big fan of Superman 1, 2, and also some of the newer ones. You know what I'm a fan of, though? What are you a fan of? Sandro, I'm a fan of giant sharks eating people. Ah, uh, that was an alternate option for this week. Here's, here's the thing. Oh, no. You know how this is number four, right? Superman 4, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the other Jaws? Oh, it's Jaws 4. Right. Oh, no. You're not suggesting we do them both. Yeah, I'm suggesting we do a bonus battle between Jaws 4 and Superman 4 to see which movie is potentially the worst. Which is the worst of the two worst sequels made in 1987. Hey, next week's episode 134 as well, so that's kind of funny. Ah, it's all for nothing. <laughs> it's all coming up for. Four, yep. Well, I hate that idea, but let's do it. Superman 4 and Jaws 4 next week. Yeah. 
Superman. Now we're talking. You do know that Superman 4 is so boring and Jaws 4 is really bad. Yeah, well, if you're making me watch Superman 4, I want to make you watch Jaws 4. Well, next week we'll do both of them. Great. Okay, well, we'll do that next week. This is a long episode, so let's wrap it up there with our favourite quote from Robocop. It's not, I'll buy that for a dollar. No. No, no. That's the easy way out. That's the easy way out. And I would buy that for a dollar. I'll go with, I like it! What is that from? (laughs) That's from when the guy is shooting the giant gun at cars. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he goes, I like it! Ah, That's good. All right, my favorite quote has got to be uh, from the best character in the movie, Ed, who says, "Ah!" (laughs) That's the the best quote. I'll buy that for a dollar. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.